Chapter Eight of Living with Our Children by Clara D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Gentle Art of Managing. There was once a young girl, now a grandmother and writer of books, who had the mumps. When she was at the very acme of discomfort and disfigurement, an especially selected dress pattern was sent up for her approval, and she flouted it. She disliked the texture and the design, and the colouring struck her as simply impossible. It was returned to the shop. When she was quite recovered, she went to that shop to make a selection, saw one dress pattern which seemed ideally suited to her needs, and purchased it on the spot. It proved to be that same one which she had so disliked when ill. The most reasonable of us are unreasonable at times, and the sweetest of us unamiable we may as well concede that and having conceded it we might better remember with captain cuddle that the bearings of this remark lays in the application of it to be called a managing mamma is invidious to be spoken of as a tactful mother is complimentary but oh how skilfully the tactful mother has to manage and the gentle art of managing is exemplified in the family circle when the end to be gained is unselfish and wholesome and a fine combination of consideration and common sense what a pity that we do not think it more worth while to study it what a pity that we so often reserve our finest tact and our social gifts for those who really mean comparatively little to us and allow the precious home circle to suffer from our hasty speech our blunt criticisms and our thoughtlessness we know how it feels to be cold tired hungry and cross why can we not stop to remember that other people have the same handicaps at times why can we not be as quick to remember this when the other person is a child as when he is an adult for instance as quickly as when he is a tired business man who might if the matter were properly presented to him after dinner be inclined to take his wife to the theatre when we are unreasonable we generally know it although we may not concede the knowledge and we do appreciate an extra degree of consideration until we are restored to normal good nature children do not comprehend their own unreasonableness and have to learn to control it as they grow older we adults are aided in our efforts at self-control far more than we realize by the silent forces of intelligence habit and conventionality none of which yet dominate the child it may be profitable to summarize some of the most obvious ways in which we can utilize tact in the training of our children incidentally we often train ourselves quite as much for there is no education like parenthood one it is worse than foolish to raise issues needlessly once raised they must of course be settled and settled right there are however always so many controversies bound to arise that those which can justly and safely be avoided might better be two if there is a difficult matter to be settled one regarding which a conflict of opinion is inevitable it should be deferred if possible until a time when both participants are at their best most amenable to reason three 
if it is necessary to criticize a child for some naughtiness or stupidity he will be much more likely to take it in good part if a word of appreciation can truthfully be made to proceed mention of what is wrong he then gives the one criticizing credit for being fair for being able to see both sides of a matter you were very careful to put away your coat and cap promptly when you came in from school i liked it and now you should put away your rubbers also to-morrow please put them all away before beginning your games four recognize an attempt to do the right thing even if it is not immediately successful remember a certain little boy who at the end of a long spell of naughtiness said i guess mother that you didn't think that i was trying to be good but i was i was trying just as hard as i could the only trouble was that i didn't succeed instant obedience is the ideal of course but it has to be achieved by slow degrees by more and more one sometimes doubts whether adults answer as quickly to the call of conscience as they do for instance to their telephones five govern by praise rather than by condemnation when you can flourishing virtues will conquer the corresponding faults quite as effectively as a close and sturdy growth of shrubs will deter the weeds from growing rampantly in their shade wait a bit if you can to find a tiny virtue to praise rather than hastily to condemn its corresponding fault six try to supply a satisfying motive for distasteful tasks in one household it has always been the custom for children to have a semi-annual stock-taking of their toys and playthings when everything must be handled over put in good condition for keeping or giving away or else destroyed these events are thought of as preparations for christmas and for going to their summer home in the north woods the mother always sits by with her sewing ready to drop a suggestion now and then or to give advice if appealed to the litter of old playthings is no problem in that household seven if it appears necessary to deny some pleading request be sure that it really is so one diplomatic mother was wont to say i should like to say yes but if i have to decide in a hurry i shall have to say no to be safe let me have a little while in which to think i'll have my mind made up by the time dinner is over this plan had several advantages she sometimes found an unforeseen reason for consenting if she did not she at least devised some alternative which might be consolatory meanwhile her children knowing that the decision once made would be final generally evolved some plan of their own which they could put into effect happily if the request were denied it was not an uncommon thing to hear those children say we are being very quiet so as not to disturb mother she is thinking hard and trying to say yes End of chapter eight